I've always been a nude artist from, from day one. I didn't um, care about money. It wasn't a money thing. It was definitely not a prostitute thing. It was um, definitely not an OnlyFans thing. The Romance Diva. A titillating podcast. edition of the Romance Diva podcast. I'm Natasha Pendleton. And I'm Jason Doyle. How has your week been? Lack of sleep, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But that's life with the baby, right? Yes, grandma life is. Grandma Juju is definitely <laughs> tired. Yeah, I'm Grandma Juju. No, yes. I'm Mimi. And well, that, there's levels, I promise yes. you. There's levels. <laughs> I'm Grandma Juju because... You know, my nickname is Judy. Oh, yeah. And my daughter was like... Because we all love Judy. Yeah, everybody loves Judy. <laughs> everybody loves Judy. <laughs> but my daughter was like, uh, my kids are not calling you Judy. Yeah. And oh, I was like, no, that would be me. Yeah, yeah like, mom, and we're so, not doing that. And But my grandbaby, my, she's That's two and a half. Funny. She can't say grandma. Like, she can't, can't yeah. say it. So the guy, that, the guy that I was seeing, he was like, what about Juju? And I was like, hmm. Juju. I got a nice little ring to it. So I said, I said, Lonnie, say Juju. She was like, Juju. You said it right away. And I was like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's it. That's who I am. I said, so it's Juju. Yeah. So yeah, so, so Grandma funny. Juju is definitely tired because uh, newborn baby is almost a month old. And of course, my two-year-old wow. terrible two, little mini-me is is another one. That's a lot. That's but, a lot of work. Yeah, so grandma, Grandma's tired. Juju is definitely tired. So hey, send Send plenty of Starbucks. If you see me, I love cupcakes, tacos, you know, hook a sister up. Yeah, well, that's the reason why I always bring the the caffeine. I'm always bringing the caffeine. But as you can hear, we've got another uh, voice. We have a a guest on the couch. So, um, yes, we have a guest. Do you want to go by... Maxine, mm. do you go by Maxie? What what is the what is your the correct name I should say? I know a lot of people call me different things now. Um I just go by Maxie now. Um Maxine, that's my real name. Uh like I said, I was always a nude artist. I wasn't really into entertainment. So um I never wanted nothing fraudulent about me, you know. Even when I first became a model, I was like, You better not photoshop me, you know. Now I'm fancy, y'all don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'd be like spray paint me. <laughs> Fix these I did all of it. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna go with Maxie. And before we start talking, I'm gonna go ahead and let Jason give some of his famous disclaimers out. Yes, 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 because this is the Romance Diva podcast. It means we talk all things romance and those other things that go along with it, which is the big three letters. Sex. Sex, S-E-X. We talk about that in a very frank manner. And so if you have other sensibilities, go find you a nice little cooking podcast or one of them murder mystery ones. You know, they're, they're, <laughs> those are out those there. Don't make those crimes now. Yeah. Uh, one I that like... Maxie is not on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you might be on. I mean, I don't know. We haven't found day. out if you can cook or yet or not. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I can do all of the things. Yeah, we can. We, we might find this out in this conversation. So, but no, if you are looking for something a little bit more, you know, G-rated, this ain't for you. It's all on you at this point in time to uh, either put the earbuds in so you don't disturb your neighbor, or maybe you do yes. want to disturb your neighbor. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and if you do want to disturb your neighbor, make sure you share the uh, Romance Diva podcast with everybody. Yes, and if you do need to contact us, remember that you can give us your questions, concerns, topic suggestions. You can always email the podcast at theromancedivapodcast at gmail.com. You can also contact me directly. Um, Facebook, it's Natasha Hauser Pendleton. Feel free to follow me there. And on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, it is OKC's Romance Diva. All right. Fantastic. Well, we got all the business underway so. and all that. So, Maxie, tell us what you do. What, what do you do? I mean, because that's, I got it's a feeling that's what I our do. topic is going to be. Gonna it's going to be about you. It's about what I do. The jack of all trades is what it, the she is. The jack of all trades. I wear many hats, that's for sure. Um, well, mostly I... I, w- I wouldn't say I model. I, I, I pursue my dreams over and over and over again. Um, I work with the disabled. Uh, people would say you're n- normal nine to five. So I work with the disabled um, and I've done that for 17 years. I've 
uh, helped run some of the companies. I specialize in what I do, so I don't just work with any clients. They usually call me specifically for um, specific details or, you know, whatever, um, specific to that client. But I also work in entertainment, and I work in the sex biz. Um, I've been working as a Pornhub model for about three and a half years, maybe a little longer. I work on OnlyFans. Um, right now I'm rebranding. Um, I have a cannabis retail company brand that um, I just launched, Mac 10 420. Um, so we're doing big things with that. Uh, so like I said, I definitely wear many hats. Um, there's so much more. Um, that will just not cram into this hour, but we'll definitely let you guys know a lot about me. So what made you get into it? Like what? Um, the modeling, like the whole like entertainment world. The whole entertainment world. Um, because you, you said originally you were I was an just artist. A, I was just a, I was just an artist. I was just a nude artist. Um, I would let students paint me or draw me or whatever, you know, the class entailed, um, and my main goal was just to be like a sculpture or something in Paris or in a museum or I just wanted something in stone of me somewhere and I just knew that was the goal. Um, and so I, I just naturally always gravitated to artistry and I was just a very different kid. I mean, I, I had good friends and good popularity, but I didn't let many people around me if that makes sense. Um, and so I knew right away I wanted to be a nude artist. I even had a fan like two years ago ask me like, oh, when's the first time you ever did a nude? And I really had to look back because I was like, oh, shit, I never had no one ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> when was the first time I was naked in front of the camera, you know? So I look back and it was my very first shoot. I've always been a nude artist from, from day one. I didn't um, care about money. It wasn't a money thing. It was definitely not a prostitute thing. It was... Um, definitely not an OnlyFans thing. I, I'm older, and so I definitely was before the day and age of OnlyFans. Um, I just wanted an amazing nude portfolio. I wanted to show the female body, and I wanted everybody to love it and enjoy it. And um, my stepdad's Romanian, so I was, like, raised a little bit different, cultured. Um, and so um, I, I expanded way faster in other countries, mm. actually, um, because... Uh, they see it as an art form more, you know, erotica and all of these things. Here, it's just like porn and you're a hoe yeah. and all, all of these things. Like, well, I'm a pro hoe, but... Um, I'm paid hoe. <laughs> yeah, right. It's all I can <laughs> So, I, I, I want to hit that point because you're right. There is, here in America, everything's porn. Yeah. But yeah. there is a difference between pornography and erotica. Right. So let's um, talk a little bit. Let's venture down that road a little bit. So I uh, specialized in erotica before I knew anything about porn. Um, two different things. Um, I'll tell people, like, even conditioning my body. I condition my body for a lot of different things. Um, even, like, my shibari work. I do shibari work. I hope to suspend very soon. Um, but I have, like, one of the best flexibilities. So that got me well-known in the United Kingdom right away. Um, and so photographers from the United Kingdom and their whole team came here and we did a shibari set and we did like erotica and all these things. Um, but it was things that I could not even advertise in the United States. You know, they just had to take it back to the United Kingdom and, uh, we worked it over there. Um, <clears throat> so I look at everything about me as an art form, even like I have tattoos, I'm covered in tattoos. Um, but nothing will go on me if it's not a meaning to it. If it's not a purpose in my life, I'm not just going to. Um, put something on me just so I can be a, the next tattoo Instagram model, you know. Um, but it very much is an art form to me, nudity. It's not sexualized like most people assume it is. Assume it is. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I had fun with porn, too. <laughs> it's been fun. <laughs> but that was not my intentions at the beginning of my career at all. I didn't see porn coming at all. But just kind of happened. We kind of we kind of flew like I I I joke with people because they say that I'm a late bloomer in the porn game because I'm older um, than a lot of people and I was like I couldn't have been those young girls because at their age I was like I wouldn't have been prepared for something like that you know just um, here put it all out there for the world to see I just couldn't have done it that young um, but I also think it's great and it, it, it's a great self expression and if you're younger and you can get it all out the way when you're young why not you know. Um, so it's been an adventure for sure. 
So how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Um, 39. You know, only 40 this year. It's a big deal, you guys. You're still a baby, girl. You're still a baby. <laughs> Not for this business. Not for this um, business, but yes. There's, like, one other uh, lady. Um, I think she, I mean, she's over 40 now, but it was, like, a couple years ago. One of my business partners was like, you can still do it, Maxine. Like, you know, and he, like, showed me her. And he, and, and she's a, a very well-known um, porn uh, artist. Um and so she she didn't really inspire me as far as like her age or anything um but i was just like i never let my age be a limit to me it was never really a thing you know um, i didn't even get in the model game till i was 27 years old <clears throat> and um i did so many things i accomplished so many things like i said i got ink mag 2023rd in the whole world i uh, went international six times the first year I ever came out. So I was just like, this is normal. This is this right. what happens to people, you know? Um, Y'all can't see him right now, but she does have some kick-ass tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so even, even the Ink Mag thing was just a coincidence. I wasn't competing. I wasn't trying to compete. I just had some um, hardship in life. And it was like $25,000 competition. And I was like, oh, let's see if they pick me, you know? Um and they very much picked me and then I very much got um third in the whole world so I was like wow okay well there she is um but then I got other things and I got BET and then um I became an official raiderette so I got season tickets to Las Vegas brand new stadium but it was COVID so I didn't Uh, (laughs) didn't get to go yeah damn it COVID Um, see and I'm you know and we're we're sitting here because it's postseason because uh, I'm a Chiefs fan, world yeah. champions. Uh, by the way, world champions, uh, world, world champion, Kansas City Chiefs. But yeah, it, that would kill it's me. Not my that would have killed me. I don't want to oh, hear about it. Don't um, do it. So Raiders have been a very big deal in our family since my grandfather. Like it's Raiders very much. I mean, um, we were born and raised. It's not something that we just picked up along the way, or it's cool now because they're in Vegas. Um, so it very much did hurt. <laughs> that, uh, that I had that season tickets um, in club seating. So in, you know, some remarkable seats. And then I couldn't even go. Um, but I did get to go to Vegas and I did get to see the stadium and all these things before I opened up. Um, so it was still a good time. Good time and, and we still did a lot of stuff during COVID as artists. Um, How important to you is it to keep that uh, control, your artist control? Um. Well, I had a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes um, in my personal life. And so I did kind of get out of control a little bit. Um, and that little bit of focus will, will kick you back so far. Um, if you lose focus, I would even say for a three-month span. Like, I feel like artists have a little time period, a little cushion room, that if we do need some downtime, that we can kick back a little bit. But if you go past, like, the 90-day mark, I feel like you're so behind. Then you like to catch up and then go above and beyond. Then... Um, it's a hard uh, track to get back onto. Um, so you kind of just have to kick yourself out of whatever you're feeling, like all your emotions, you know, you have to like release them and just right back focus um, or, or that amount of time will cost you years, honestly. Um, and to like a general person just working a nine to five, they don't realize if and like we're, we're, we're still working regular jobs, most yeah. of us entrepreneurs, you know, plus, do, you know, doing our dream or working towards our goals or whatever the specific thing is. Um, and so that just three months can kick us back two years, five years. Um, and I've seen it and I've done it and I made all the mistakes. So, uh, you know, people kept saying you keep failing um, then the one, one time you succeed, you know, so. Um, I failed enough. <laughs> I'm like, I failed enough. It works. Now it's, now, now it's good. Uh, now, now we get to be successful. Um, and then even in like the model industry here, uh, we had a sisterhood even 10 years ago. We try to keep the girls safe and, and make sure it was like a safety network. Um, but social media has expanded that so much. We kind of keep a hold of all the girls, you know, um, or everybody who wants to be a model or, you know. Um, Because even the guys will keep guys safe. I'm not saying that. But, you know, it's just a woman, more of a woman-based industry. Um, So we're going to try to get back to that um, network of things in the modeling business. Um, Just like I said um, earlier, we were just talking um, about the 18-year-olds not knowing about a safe word. You know what I mean? Like, to to me, that's very concerning. Mm -hmm. You know, I have daughters. That's very concerning to me. Um, And for my friends to be in part of the lifestyle, um, 
lifestyle and for it to be concerning to them that was like you know that was a massive slap in the face that we as an art industry can't just keep letting everybody just do this we have to have some kind of structure we have to still have some kind of professionalism and still let like creators be creators you know um so that's where our events are going that's where we're headed with me and my business so on the real side of things because of the the modeling the um do you get where people and I'm, I'm assuming that it would be just very judgmental just based on do they think that your lifestyle is something that it's really not because of um your art well i think that i didn't realize how behind uh as far as just like entertainment or just an open mindset um, or creativity um, that Oklahoma was so enclosed into, I didn't really um, know that because I'm not from here. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I represent Oklahoma and I've been here a long time now. I go hard for Oklahoma, don't get me wrong. But um, being from Pennsylvania and traveling all over and seeing the difference, even when I go to Vegas, you know, they love oh, us yeah. naked. You know, they're like, yeah, hey, you're naked. We love you. She's Take here. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and, and then you show up naked here and um, <laughs> there might be, you know, Ken from the backwoods and he's like, oh, this dirty little girl. You know, you just don't, you know, you never know what you're going to get from Oklahoma. But, um, so I very much have got uh, the backlash of that. And I mean, I get real. So I get real, real. Like um, the court system here in Canadian County um, have been using it against me for the last six months now. Um, and so I actually stopped creating and um, it didn't necessarily put me in a dark place, but I wasn't in an okay place either. Not, not being a creator, not just being able to express myself. Um, freely because like I said this was never uh, money to me you know it was never about the money um so after they found me guilty and I'm this terrible human being now I was like I might as well get back to doing what they said <laughs> I was doing <laughs> what know, they so, you, yeah, um so it, it's very much real in my life in the backlash of what I decided to chase as a dream um I don't want to say it smacked me in the face because I'm not going to let nothing stand in the way of my success, especially, um, definitely they're not with my kids. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to use my kids against me. The Romance Diva is sharing her stories, but we want to hear about your fun, sexy stories and questions too. Tell us your experiences with romance and sex, and we'll share with the Romance Diva podcast audience. Of course, we'll keep the names out of it to protect the guilty and innocent alike. You can find past episodes at the Romance Diva Podcast.symbolcast.com. The Romance Diva can be found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music Podcasts. You can catch the Romance Diva Natasha Pendleton on social media. On Facebook, Natasha Hauser Pendleton. On Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, OKC's Romance Diva. You can email us, theromancedivapodcast at gmail.com. Check out the Romance Diva's event planning and custom design business at Unforgettable Events OKC on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Now back to more Romance Diva. But so, like I was saying, it was like... Um... And, and, like, I'm not going to let them take um, what I created even in my home for my children. My When, when I content create or when I'm doing these things, I, I'm mostly in Vegas or I'm in California or I'm not even in Oklahoma. How does this interfere in my children's lives whatsoever? Um, up until the court cases and all of the things, my kids weren't aware of hardly anything, anything. to do with my life. They knew mom took care of the disabled, but... They didn't know mom was doing other things. They you didn't know? know business after hours. Um, yeah. They didn't know the entrepreneurial They didn't know spirit. the entrepreneur. But very much in my home, I still um, raise my children that way. Um, so for these people to come in and disrupt our lives and to try to um, push a different way of thinking and a different way of learning to my children because they don't agree with the way that I'm doing things. Um, it's been very trying as a mother and artist. Um, because I want to show my kids, like, you know, you can do whatever you, you want to do. I mean, my best friend was just on the phone. Yes. And, you know, I just heard it. <laughs> yeah. You, you just heard it. Like, I feel like I know her already. We are, we are those moms. Like you can do whatever you want to do, you know? Um, so it's been very trying, but we're getting through it and we're getting the, getting through it the best we can as a family. And things are actually going great for us, honestly. Um, 
besides they think I'm a dirty little whore, but hey, probably a couple wives do too. I don't know. <laughs> well, can't, no. you can't change everybody's mind. Um, you know, it's it that's an example of do not judge a book by its cover, right? Yeah, and I've got a funny little. I, I told you I was going to share this story, and this is the perfect example of of that story. Don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, so this week, I had to go to Walmart, run into Walmart, and uh, in my real life, I'm always wearing a suit and tie, jacket, yeah. all that kind of good stuff. And I didn't feel like stopping at the house, changing down. And this is a Walmart about where I live. So you don't normally see a person in a suit and tie at this particular store. Walmart, yeah. Yeah. I got so many double looks. It was just like, I was like, all right. I was hearing a little ZZ Top in the background in my head and all that kind of good stuff. I was feeling myself there. But once again, these people were probably thinking, well, this guy's out of place. Even though I live right next to him. But um, it's that whole... Well, that, no, I mean, I, I very much um, wasn't aware of my surroundings. Um if I could give anyone advice in the court system, be very much aware of your surroundings in the state that you live in. Um, because I wasn't prepared for my husband to scream that I was a Vegas prostitute, but kudos to him because I got um, a lot of rotation on Instagram for that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks! Yep, Hashtag! Help my content! Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, no, but um, what was I even saying? Went off on a tangent with that one. Um, surroundings. Uh, no, something that he had touch base on. Oh, jeez, uh, I don't even know. That's the, oh, the, about my surroundings and yeah. the court system and everything. Um, because in Pennsylvania, um, it's very much appropriate for a woman to be in like suit attire or even like not like these, obviously, but a form fitting pant and a heel and whatever. Um, so I was in five and a half inch stilettos and I was like in, um, some leggings that were like jean color and I just had a flowy mom shirt on and then here goes my husband she's a Vegas prostitute ask her about those sugar daddies in Vegas you know and I was like oh hi I didn't know we were going to talk about this Miss America you know um let's talk about sugar daddy one and two and so I was I was like what Hell, I was not see. I was not prepared for that for one, and I did not see it coming. He's funny, you know. It's a funny guy. He's an asshole, but he's a funny guy. Yeah. Um, they they tend to be that way. But um, so I had to even reconsider my appearance when I started going to all these court dates because mm. they really were just like, oh, that's who she is, and that's what we're gonna go by, you know. And I'm like, no, hold on, I'm not her. I'm this girl too, you know. Sweet. Um, and they didn't want to see nothing about that girl on that piece of paper. They went off internet me. Um, and so that's when I very much was thinking to myself that I have to recreate myself. I have to recreate this art form because that was not my intentions or my goals as an artist for people to see me as sex or in a sexual way. And even though it's funny and it's comical and what was in court is very much real and they should have definitely not, you know, went and did, um, judged a book by its cover. Um, it's very much what people do, you know? Right. right. So we have to know that and be aware of that and definitely just be aware of our surroundings. So how are you, you said you want to change the industry and you want to kind of, what, in what, ways are you trying to change things um well in the sex biz i i'm hoping to and i mean there's probably been some smarty pants before me and not just a girl you know that wants to get naked in front of camera that wanted to revamp the sex business or maybe not i don't know um but i hope that i i, I do a big shift in, in the way of people's mindsets because um even um i had sexual like assaults or people try to do the touch and grabs or you know and so people are even like, you're not worried about getting back in this business and you've been through so many things and this and that. And um, my main goal uh, about getting in the sex business, especially with my husband and letting people see that you can still be a beautiful wife and a mom and you can be a good mom and you can work in the sex business um, is to break the stigma of that. Like, why am I a bad mom? Because I had sex with my husband. It was my husband. Um, but they tore me up about it and... Um, I was this terrible mom, whatever. And so 
During that time, a lot of housewives actually hit me up. Hey, can you train me? This and that. How can I do it in secret? I don't want to know. You know, you know. <laughs> don't want nobody to know, but how can I? And, and so even though I was going through all the real life things, and I still am, I, I could help these wives, and, and I can help these other women so they don't go through the things I had to go through um, just to be a sexy mom. You know, like, it's my fault. I mean, I blamed on my parents for a while. Like, they created me. Like, geez. She's like, all these um, good jeans y'all <laughs> Right. You thought we were going to make these good jeans go to waste? Um, so when, when I try to revamp, um, the sex biz, I, I, I want it even across the board, even for men, like, um, this is a business, this is an industry. So like, even like the, uh, we shouldn't have to feel like it's okay to be violated. We shouldn't have to feel like if we do this with our life that one, you know, there's going to be a creeper guy. Like, why do we have to have creeper guys? Why can't you guys just pay for the services? We create them. You pay for the services just like any other industry. Um, so hopefully, I mean, some of us have that mindset already, but for the most part, a lot of these, even young girls, they don't think that way, you know, they don't care and they just roll with the punches or, um, they let these men say whatever they want to them or yada, yada, yada. I always, always been a boss in the game. Um, so I tell people that right away. Um, cause I'll walk, I'll get right off set. If I feel uncomfortable, if it's something, and I don't just go and just let anyone shoot me nude. And there's different photographers for different levels of things. Um, and a, a new girl's not going to know that she's just going to do whatever the photographer says, um, just because it's her very first shoot or she's so excited to be in the porn biz or whatever, you know? Um, <clears throat> so a lot of people thought that I was going to be like other porn stars and back off of it because of the situation with my kids. Um, or recant and be like, oh, I should have never been in the porn business. And my look on it is completely different because I wanted to break those stigmas. That's why I did it. I knew what I was doing as I was doing it. And um, why is it not okay in this day and age to be an OnlyFans mom, to be a Pornhub mom? I spent all my time at home. I didn't have to, 17 years I've been working with the disabled. That two years of COVID, I still worked with the disabled, 114 hour work weeks and um why everybody sat at home and kind of relaxed and i was like this is what i'm not gonna do ever again in life and um so i started working only fans more of a full-time thing and i got so much more time at home with my children um so i people are bashing me on the internet and you do all these things and you have all these daughters i was like well for me my daughter's just be kicking it over here so <laughs> i don't care what you're doing i'm <laughs> hanging out with my kids um and i'm very much a hands-on mom so uh, both ways was very trying to like hear all these other moms bashing me or, you know, or judging me, um, and not even knowing how my household is run. Um, and I, I, I always tell people like to give the quick version, I'm a hundred percent cannabis activist. So I'm a cannabis mom. That's how my house is run. If you could think of a typical pothead that just kind of vibes out into her own world, you know, <laughs> cooking and cleaning that, you know, we're the most at peace ever. We're not over there beating our kids and you know, we're not inviting them to the party or none of the things. We're literally like feeding the plants or something. I don't know. <laughs> very calm, cool and collected. Right. <laughs> we are. And so um, it very much is way different than people think. So that's what this whole year about me and my brand is gonna be is about the realism of me. Um, I was telling her, I, we touched base on it a little earlier um just because so many people only focus on the internet you not even just the internet me i mean i am a big influencer but literally like that's that's the we live in the day and age of whatever your instagram says you are that's who you are well and i can i can test to that because everybody knows me as judy, judy. so right. it, no one really knows you say natasha and they're like Ooh. oh we forgot that was her name <laughs> that's her name <laughs> that is judy's name well see judy. but that, that's changing a little bit though because now we're getting a lot more natasha oh the romance team right that's starting to take off because by the way who do you know in the netherlands i don't know anybody because <laughs> somebody downloaded one of the episodes from the netherlands nice oh well, yeah sweet. Hey, so now I'm it's trying to get the international, international like podcast superstar the romance yeah. No, okay, and I'll tell you guys a little bit of quick um, little briefing on Natasha and why I'm here today with her. So um, she is a model as well that I've been wanting to collaborate with for a couple years now, honestly. Um, <clears throat> and my life and my schedule have been that busy that we have not got to meet each other until this podcast. Um, but I've seen... 
I've seen fire and I've seen energy. And when I see that in somebody, I'm 100% supportive. I don't have to know you to feel that or to know that. And um, Oklahoma very much at one point in time had an age limit on modeling, had a, had a size limit on modeling. You had to look this way. You had to look that way, you know, and... Um, I, I felt like Natasha was definitely a go-getter like me. And she was like, I don't give a shit what y'all think. Me and Judy coming. And um, <laughs> and so I was like, I like her. <laughs> um, and, My blowjobs and all. Yeah, I'll be coming. And, and then she has like the greatest memes in the fucking world. So I'm like, yes, I definitely have to follow this. Yeah, the, the meme is definitely meme worthy. Oh my goodness. There's so many times I'm like giggling at work and going, oh. I can't giggle this loud. <laughs> yes, exactly. Somebody's going to find like, out that I'm... Damn you, Judy. Yeah. I know. So, I got to be I careful. I have to say, there, we, we do promote, without promoting in a way, sex workers on PG-13 sites. And Judy and Natasha's memes are, work wonders for me. So <laughs> I'm like, what am I supposed to rotate on my page? And I'm like, you know what? Let me go see what Judy posted today. <laughs> what she done said today. <laughs> um... So she very much saved the day in my uh, algorithm rotation a couple times. <laughs> I be trying to make them algorithms work, y'all. Don't, you know, I be trying. Um, and and as far as that was concerned, I got into the game by, you know, I got divorced. I just wanted to take some pictures. I wanted to feel good about, about myself. yourself. And so that's why I did it. And then COVID hit, and I was at home. I have kids, and you know, money was getting a little slightly tight and I was like Ugh. so I did start the OnlyFans page um that was a lot of work that was a lot. a lot of work I mean more I think than people, what people think yeah I think everybody thought you were gonna be instantly here you're gonna make money money and that was not what it what was, it, was. Like. it is not um, what it is it was not the same vibe people and the messages I was getting I was like whoa hold well, on see I now. couldn't do the messages and so here's a little mm-hmm. secret that I'll tell everybody but I feel like I, I even at this level of uh, me becoming a celebrity or whatever my title is now. I feel like I'm in, in, in an in-between stage. Um, is that <coughs> when it comes to the OnlyFans stuff, I try to be as hands-on with all my fans as I possibly can, but I could not do the messages. So I actually have an assistant. Um, we I have a whole team. I've mm-hmm. had a team for a while now. Um, it, it's just a lot for one person to keep up with. Um and like I said, I'm very transparent. A lot of my fans will know like that um, it's an assistant, but they also know that if they're consistent or if they are a fan that's been loyal to me, like I'll personally get back to you guys every single time I will. My assistant will tell me or, you know, whenever I can get around to it. Um, I always check all my own pages. I've always ran all my, my entire career, um, especially being a nude artist. I didn't want anyone to have legal rights over my images more than me. Um, and that was like in a day and age of Patreon. Patreon was like a big mm-hmm. thing before OnlyFans. Um, and I didn't mind me and the photographer having 50-50 rights to the image because I feel like that's right. We both created the art. That's fine. Um, OnlyFans is a different dynamic and obviously so is Pornhub. Um, once I crossed over to OnlyFans and Pornhub, I, I gave myself a set team. This will be my outdoors guy. This will be my Pornhub guy. This will be my OnlyFans guy. You know, I, I bullet pointed every single photographer that was for what. I didn't want this photographer thinking he was crossing the lines over here or, you know, vice versa. Um, and just having that structure and, and the business mind of it, it'll get you a lot farther than... Um, I'm just naked on the internet, you know? Um, and like you said, it's a lot more work than people think. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to be rich. I was yeah. like, now I'm done. <laughs> you're not, you're not rich overnight. You know, you don't have this massive following overnight. I mean, you can, um, and, 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 and you, some girls do fast forward very quickly. I train girls that make more money than me. Um, but I wasn't an OnlyFans girl. Mm-hmm. I just worked it as a part-time job. You'll get what you want out of it. You know, yeah. whatever you work out of it, that's what you'll get out of it. I noticed when I started taking pictures, um, the it it became the thing. Like during COVID, I mean, I know the pictures have been around before that, but it seemed like when COVID hit, 
there was like photographers everywhere. everywhere. I mean, it was like yeah, everybody, everybody was a creator. Everybody was taking pictures. You could do this, and it yeah. was like whoa. And then all of a sudden, you would get hit up by these magazines that would be like, "Submit these pictures, and you'll be published." And then I was looking at one of them one day, and I'm like. I got more fans on my page than y'all than got. They do. I'm like, and you yeah. a magazine. And then I looked, I'm, and then she was like, you could have the magazine for $30. I'm going to pay you to see for me. For my magazine? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no. But I was starting to see so much where people were so hyped up in that game where it was like, okay, did it move from creativity to people just thought this was like a get rich quick thing and it took out the... Well, OnlyFans really was actually um, created for artists. Mm. It was created for creators. That was what its first intention was. I don't know the stats, and don't quote me. I will look them up if I had time. But it, they made like $22 million or something the first year. So I guess they decided, well, art was nice, but... <laughs> oh, y'all come on Corn is better. <laughs> show, show me some ass. <laughs> okay, everybody can take it. <laughs> Can um, make it in post, please. Well, and, but they, but in there for a short time, it looked like OnlyFans were going to yank. Was gonna, yeah, yeah. And then when they saw how much it was they really going to impact it, yeah. It was like, then it was like, never well, mind, never you guys mind. can keep your okay. Carry on, just <laughs> yeah. don't hurt anybody. Just don't hurt. Yeah, play nice. You're fine. You're yeah. fine. Um, <laughs> but you know, there's there's a lot of good things about OnlyFans. Um, and they even in like the inbox or something like you can't say me or you you know meet up or link or whatever you know they try to and and so i actually do like only fans um I, I was upset a little bit i'm not gonna lie i wanted only fans for the creators i want a place where i could show my nude art where somebody is gonna really picture or or, or purchase it uh, as an art form and not you know to jack off to me right. don't get me wrong i love the credit card numbers i love the jack off guys too but, but. <laughs> I would like my art to be appreciated. Um, so I was upset a little bit that OnlyFans turned into porn. Um, I was already on Pornhub. So I'm like, that's what, that's what Pornhub's for. <laughs> She's like, I already uh, got that You know, I already had that one marked off the list. Um, so I, I do like uh, specialize in erotica though. So I just started doing it so that I could create art for certain people and then just to porn for others. Um so it definitely expanded way, way above what it was supposed to. I think in the sex business. Um, Judy does. Fans. Judy does have a, a goal in mind. Judy wants somebody to paint her. I yes, find body painter. Yeah. No, yes. Listen, I am the plug <laughs> in the art world. Okay, if you need a body painter, if you want to do a bloodbath, if you, I don't care if you want to hang out and with your newborn baby under a tree with big old lollipops. <laughs> you know, I got all the creators. I got the photographers, videographers. I do. I was like, somebody um, paint Judy. <laughs> I really didn't even know how well connected. I, I mean, I, I don't register these things because I'm just so humble. I'm just, I, I'm just such a simple girl. Um, but I didn't even realize how well connected I was till my first art event that we're going to put together. We had a, we had a mini one just to see how it went. It went very well. Me and my business partner now we're going to develop it and, um, we already started working on it. Um, but until he was like, Max, I need help. I haven't been and doing photography in a while. You're still in the game. And then he said he wanted to cross over to cannabis. And I'm like, huh, well, let me see who I know, you know, and in like 10 minutes, I had like three music artists and this one and this one, everybody saying yes. And I'm like, holy shit, I know, I know people. some people, I know a lot of people. Um, but it, it's those little validations too that kind of help along, along the way and push you to the next level, you know, like <clears throat> I don't need social media validation. I never needed a big following. I never cared about any of those things. Um, but to be validated by the people around you um, definitely helps give you the extra push like I'm doing something right, you know. So I'm excited. I'm excited for MAC-10. I'm excited for the art events. If somebody wanted to get into the industry, what would your advice be to someone? Into the sex industry? Um, get a mentor. You know, get a mentor. Um, get just somebody ahead of you or even not necessarily a mentor um, get a porn star get, get your favorite porn star you know um, start following her like don't follow her and be like oh yeah I'm gonna watch this with my dude tonight like really research the girl what mm -hmm. does she do in her real life Do you know has she got a college education or what's important to her what's not important to her and then go watch her films and see what why she got 32 million views you know what I mean when when I got into porn 
I didn't just get in front of a camera and be like, oh yeah, we just made we just made the great great porn. Now now everybody, all the celebrities know me. You know, it didn't happen that like that. I did my research and um even like I said, when I worked with the people in the United Kingdom, I like built my body. Like I did a lot of um, muscle conditioning, internal muscle conditioning for some of these scenes in, in real production, um, which I feel like uh, a lot of real porn stars do. Like it's not just something that your body can handle. You know what I mean? Don't go full force into it, girls. I mean, you can if you want to. <laughs> I want to, you know, I want to recommend it. Um, <clears throat> But all, I would say get a mentor. I, I was, uh, I didn't have a sex business mentor, but I had a model mentor. Um, and, and that helped um, eliminate some of the safety things. I, I think the, the most thing for new girls in the sex business is the safety. Um, and the mentor is going to cut that out for you. You know, no, don't work with that agency or you shouldn't work with that guy or that girl's going to get you in trouble. Because mm -hmm. um, it very much is a dirty industry. Uh, and then once you're known for porn, like you can't get out of it. So that need that needs to be something that you're willing to have on your record. I mean, it's almost like a felony, you know, mm -hmm. it's going to stick with you. They're not going to get rid of it. I've been in cannabis. Um, <clears throat> I've been dealing with psilocybin. Um, we're, we're talking about like healing centers and, um, just really getting addicts off drugs and just other things. I'm building a case against DHS, all these other things. Um, Nobody cares about none of that. I'm still just a porn, porn star, star girl. Um, so that's definitely something that um, anybody getting into the sex business needs to think about and really know that that's something they're willing to keep on their badge forever and ever. Amen. Now you have rebranded, like you had said before. So you have some new things coming out, some new things. So I know you have something coming up. I know you have some things that you're working on. So for people that want to see you support what you're doing, how would they do that? Um, my rebranding is still in the, like, we're going to do this, like, a uh, real dope launch with the new logo and stuff. I'm literally waiting on it right now. I'm so excited. Um, but so right now, um, across the board is Mac 10, 420, um, my social medias. You can Google me. Maxi Soleil is definitely worldwide. Like I'm, I'm known and, uh, me and my doctor friend always, um, joke about that. Cause we all say, you can Google me, bitch. You know? <laughs> but, um, Google me. And then Maxine Antoinette, like I said, that, that's my Facebook streams and that's my real name. And like I said, I tried to stay as real as I possibly could through the transformation of the entertainment world um, because a lot of it very much is fake. I mean, even down to the lashes, the makeup, the nails, mm. you know. Um, so I try to keep realism. Any Everything about me, I try to keep as real as possible. Um, and so that's just how I run my stuff. I don't, I don't care how anybody else runs their, you know, whatever, whatever their mindset is, as long as they're creating art and they're, they're happy and healthy and they're not hurting anyone. Mm -hmm. I don't care how another person mm -hmm. does their thing. You like it. I love it. Um, exactly. Um, so anyway, we're creating, um, different learning events, um, for cannabis and art. So we'll be mm -hmm. training models. We'll be training new photographers. Um, there will be musicians, there's signed artists there that's willing to, um, teach new people or to guide them or, you know, help them get across some of the hurdles that we had to go through. Um, those will be quarterly events. Um, and then everybody who's like on the board under me or with me, um, they'll have like private, um, sessions they can take in between the actual quarterly big events. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the big events are going to be dope though. Like I'm the main event at our first big event and, um, I'll have a private room. Um, where people can come and actually watch me um, get shot, and I'll be sh shooting with an albino snake um, that's like seven foot. Um, all right, all yeah. right. So, um, so definitely, even the touch of erotica um, will be in, in our sets earlier. We're gonna have a whole day, um, so like the earlier stuff will be like family photography or sunlighting, or you got this daisy down the street, and then we'll get into the more X-rated stuff at night. Um, so yeah, so me and Apollo, the snake's name is Apollo. Um, we will be the main event at this first event and it's exciting. I can't wait. Um, and then Mac 10 will be dropping all at the same time. Like I said, so, um, that's the plan for the next year for, for the cannabis year, I should say, um, how, how, how we spend this and how we grow in the art district. Lewis is doing more of that. Um, he has some great ideas. Um, I won't spill the tea on his business yet. Um, 
<clears throat> on his end of things, but he has some great um, things to do in the art world. I'm sticking to more of like the cannabis side of things because I'm a cannabis influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also very much a model. I was not even gonna model. I didn't plan on modeling um, or even getting back in front of the camera. And Lewis was like, hey, I got this crazy idea. You wanna do this with me? Sure, why not? <laughs> I'm gay. Sure, I'll do that. So um, if there's one thing that you can tell our listeners, just personal industry, life in general, what would be your your words of wisdom? Um, never in a million years when the state of Oklahoma took my children did I think that I would be saying this out of my mouth. But um, just, just don't let nothing stop you. You know, I, I feel like very much even in previous years before, like we came, you know, post COVID before everybody's mind just became open to bigger and better things. Um, that there's probably many moms that were in this kind of business or in this industry and then they took the kids and it's like, okay, I'm not going to never do that again because they took my children, you know? And, um, so it pushed me even more, um, to really push the stigma of it's okay to be a sexy mom, you know? And it's okay to smoke weed legally in a cannabis state that's legal. Right. <laughs> like, you know, these things are okay. <laughs> They're very much okay. And, um, I'd rather have my uh, weed any day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and you know, I don't judge a wine mom, but I'm not, a, I, I don't even drink. Um, so I'm like, you know, it, it's really crazy to me that you can be an alcoholic mother, but you can't, can't be, be a marijuana mom. Um, so they thought, <laughs> what they thought was going to happen is very much not what's happening right now. Um, and so it just pushed me more to like make this movement and to wake people up more on like, it's okay to be a sexy mom, you know? Um, and sexy she definitely is i have to say i killed a game y'all she I mean, is. T- go go look me up look her up y'all because <laughs> judy is still trying to wait to i'm wait. she's finally back in town but judy's still trying to get on her books because i was like lord let me put this big ass next to her yeah no it's gonna be fun <laughs> and i'm real fun and, and and i've had girls that were like very overly intimidated and or um I had girls come and I felt like almost like a guy, you know, and they're like trying to do all these shots and just to loosen up. And I'm like, why are y'all nervous? Like, we ain't even about to do nothing. What are you? You know how pissed up his face, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) It look real, but. (laughs) Um, So I think even like as a female boss, um, that even that side of things has been like a lot to like get used to. And, um, I'm not no longer with my husband and the court case and whatever. Um, we're divorced, by the way, so I ain't doing no crazy stuff. Whoever wants to tell my business. <laughs> um, but I think even on that end of things, it opened up a lot more uh, areas for me to expand. And so everybody's like, well, porn stars hang out with strippers, you know. So I started going to the clubs in Oklahoma. Um, not so much as a fan, but just to see the artwork and the craft and the girls who actually really um, put time and energy into what they're doing and becoming an exotic dancer and not just a stripper. Um, so even on that level of things, it, it completely opened my mind to a lot of different things that I would have never even done because I was just the porn girl that had sex with her husband. You know, I wasn't like free minded or, or sort of speak to be like, oh, well, this girl actually like busts her ass every night to feed mm-hmm. her kid, you know. Um, so it, 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 it's been a good transformation for me. I would say all of the backlash of the trauma in my real life, um, rebranding and going into this new stage of my life. Well, I think on that note, I think we've done pretty good. Um, I have to thank you because I finally got to meet her in person. So <laughs> yeah. Judy is happy. Judy, Judy is and Maxie is going to shoot soon. Yes. So. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing the results. <laughs> As a fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Well, Maxie, it's wonderful to meet you, and I, and I you. wish you yes, all the luck in the world. Me. Yeah, this has been a fantastic... Once again, I learned something every week. You always get to learn something. I know. It's Judy is dope. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Judy got some kick-ass friends now. Let yeah. me tell you. <laughs> right. Judy got some kick-ass friends. And if some of those friends want to be here on the couch and tell their stories. They are more than welcome to. Just message Judy or Natasha Hauser-Pendleton on Facebook because it's not under Judy. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
don't look up Judy, y'all. You might find some people that I don't think is going to be it. But yes, Natasha Hauser Pendleton on Facebook. You can follow me there. As well as OKC's Romance Diva on Instagram, Snapchat, and what the hell is the other TikTok? one? TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> Look, I have TikTok. I don't even use it. I need to use TikTok. Oh my God, more. you got to get better. I'm actually getting better. I got to get better. I'm, I'm getting See, I'm, better just, I'm just a TikTok stalker. I don't do any TikToks <laughs> myself. You don't do no yeah. TikTok. I just, you don't I'm actually just make scrolling. the TikToks. I've I'm just scrolling. I'm starting to make them. I got a couple of friends that are TikTok stalkers. Yeah. I've been starting so. to make them. I'm starting to do pretty good. Mine's a mixed bag, so it covers like... Judy moments, it covers grandma moments, it covers boss moments. Well, you know, so it's all um, of it. I'm happy you touched base on that right before we, we, we end this because I wasn't even doing that. I wasn't even like showing my kids or any of the things just because I knew the audience that I was bringing to my page. But I, I started like little by little incorporating the children because it should be okay. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? My, what I do for a living and how I take care of my kids do not, you know, like go side inside. My kids know nothing about that life. So, um, so that's something I actually started doing. So I like that you do that already. Yeah. Actually, I do it. You see the grandbabies on there. Um, if you look on my TikTok, you'll see, you'll see grandbabies. You'll see Judy. You'll see. I, I started recently working out. <laughs> right. I was so, going to ask you about yeah. that. Judy been in the gym getting all Cause, fun. Cause there's been some yoga going on too. Yes. I'm trying to, um, trying to get, cause you know, I've always been able to do the splits. So trying to get right. some of this flexibility a little bit better, you know. Well, now you have some goals to work on. <laughs> We're going to shoot together. We're going to figure it out. I hope that you guys can podcast at the event. Um, what I want you guys to do at the event was literally just make some beginner girls comfortable with interviewing and stuff like that. So hopefully you guys can make the event. I know that you're you're fairly new at the podcast, but y'all are killing it. I've done a couple podcasts already. And <laughs> <laughs> just well, know that you're you. doing just fine. <laughs> Go ahead, Judy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, and I'm telling you what, if this is your first podcast, this is actually episode number 10. This is number 10. So yeah. this Yay. is a significant. Yay. You're my double yeah. digit. Yeah. 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 Back 10. Yeah. Meant to be y'all. So here I am sitting uh, next to a couple of dimes <laughs> and very lucky to do so. And, <laughs> Thank you. And You're so, welcome. uh, but if you want to catch up on uh, past episodes, yes. you can do so. That's real easy. It's the romance diva podcast.simplecast.com. Once again, that's the romance diva podcast.simplecast.com or of course you know if you're on google podcast spotify uh amazon music uh and then we still got to get together to sit down and do know, all the do apple that. stuff well, yeah i gotta do that yeah i'll so. get to that it's a lot of work yeah, people don't see the background work yeah. of our lives if i didn't have him doing all this stuff with me i'd be like huh yeah <laughs> well that's like i said like that's why i was referencing the only fans thing like uh, at a certain point you have to get assistance you have to get managers you you have to get help you have you know? help is key so yeah so yeah I lost my train of thought on that because probably I need to smoke some weed right yeah. now. <laughs> Same. I'm very much a cannabis activist for a reason. We gotta go, y'all. Yeah. Right. Love y'all. <laughs>